big star out of me. Make a film about a man who's sad and lonely. And all I gotta do is act naturally. Well, I'll bet you I'm gonna be a big star. Might win an Oscar, you can never tell. The movie's gonna make me a big star. Welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, coming to you from the uh, campus of Cleveland Community College, C19 TV. And if you're listening online, uh, and if you downloaded that podcast, that's WGWG.org. We appreciate it. Any way you decide to tune in and spend time with us, and you can email us, info at C19.TV. I'm really happy uh, to have an incredibly special guest. This guy is a singer, songwriter, dancer extraordinaire. Rick Ashley. Rick Ashley is here. Dude, I am never going to give you up as my friend. Let me just tell you that. I'm never going to give you up, man. Uh, I don't think I'll ever have another hit again either. Uh, yeah. By the way, you did not notice I had a serious shaving accident last night. Well, I, I noticed you looked a little clean, a little more baby-faced, but um, I, I didn't know if uh, there was yeah. a purpose I for that. I terrified my wife. She, yeah. she doesn't see me this way very often. Yeah. She walked in the room, yeah. screamed, called the cops, and said, there's like an old Charlie Brown in the house. <laughs> That's about right. So, so that, that was the problem, a shaving accident? Yeah, it was, it was a shaving error. Yeah. 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 That I'm, happens I'm working sometimes. on it. Yeah, day by happens. day, little by Trying to get back to that Nolte Manning look. You know, who knows? I, I'm, I'm, I'm still letting this grow out. It's, uh, I'm going to try to let it do like this big, bushy, you know, Thing. You mean like one of the, the what was it, the Duck Hunters? What, what, what were those guys called? <laughs> the, Duck yeah, Dynasty uh, guys? What was it called? The Duck uh, Dynasty guys. Well, Duck Dynasty. What, what was it? What was it, Tim? Duck Dynasty? Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Duck Dynasty. Yeah, I'm not going to do that because it gets too, you know, I get food caught in it, which is great if you want to eat later. Snacks. But snacks, stuff yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, I like it a little more clean. But it's, it's, it's got, it has kind of a Colonel Sanders look, color-wise. Yeah, it yeah. does. It does. It's, uh, but it's, it's getting to that point where these, uh, I've got these Chia Pet things popping up like this. Yeah, yeah. And I try to figure out how to calm them down, but I can't. So. Well, you can try my approach. That, I was having that, the same that, problem. Work. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. if you have any uh, ideas for how to calm the savage beast of a beard or a goatee or a Van Dyke, um, please email us at info at c19.tv. That is Greg Tillman. Uh, Crisco, the by the way. way. Crisco works. Crisco, yeah, yeah it does. Lard, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, and I, I crave bacon pretty much the rest of the well, day whenever go. that happens. I've tried that. <laughs> uh, back on the Tim Cam, that is Tim Foster back there. We appreciate Tim, as always, hanging out with us. Got D-Bird. Uh, oh, D-Claws. It's D-Claws. I like that. I like that, D-Claws. That's awesome. <laughs> Getting rid of him. And, uh, That's and we, terrifying. <laughs> really, yes. And He's then we get do, the Christmas mood from that. We have the body double. Um, Bernie is back uh, from Weekend at yeah, Bernie's, yeah. but uh, he's he's wearing the costume he wore in 48 Hours um, with uh, with what's that? Was that one that 48 Hours? No, it's Trading Places. Trading, Eddie Murphy. Trading Places. And Dan That's right. 48 Hours. You got Eddie Murphy Eddie right. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Sorry about that, Bernie. Yeah. I'm getting your movies, man. Your your list of credits. Oh wow! And we got the studio audience back as well. Um, but. I forgot about those guys. They still, I'm still not sure about that, that issue with their throat. You but, know, they're uh, livelier, all of them, than, they're livelier than me <laughs> doing are. this. They really are. And we got Tim not sure where to, where to flip, switch the camera right now. He just doesn't know what's going on. But we do have some movies to talk about today. This is the children's edition, at least the first half of the show is. 
the first couple of movies are family films, uh, animated films for that matter. One is a Disney animation. One is a uh, is it uh, it's Illumination. Um, so it's, uh, uh, it's that's the, 20th century, isn't it's it? The, or is it Sony? Uh, anyway, it's Illumination. It's the ones that brought you, of course, um, the, the movies like uh, Despicable Me and and all the. You know, the little um, ice age? yellow ice. No, yeah. That, minions? Minions. Minions, yeah. yes, not Ice Age. So anyway, those are the two movies. The Grinch and um, what's the other movie we're going to talk about? Uh, what is I that? Know, this is your show. Oh, yeah, what is I'm, it? I'm just, oh, oh, I'm, just I'm sorry. Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet. I don't know I, what's going I'm, on. I'm just so happy we've got the studio audience and Bernie back in, in action. I just don't know what to, what to say for myself. But Ralph breaks the internet, continuing to be the movie to beat for the holiday season. Uh, for the first few weeks that it was out. First couple weeks, uh, number one, um, already 200 million worldwide. It's made its money back in two weeks. This go round, Ralph is back with his, uh, with his partner in crime who he met, Penelope, from the, the car racing game. Just so happens, uh, you know, early on, you're, you're back in the arcade again, you're seeing them, and the uh, arcade game with the, the car where, Man yeah. where Penelope is, it breaks. The, the machine doesn't just break, but the steering wheel breaks. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, the, the kids that break it, you know, go to the manager and says, we're really sorry, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see if we can help you figure this out. And they're like, well, it's no problem. I'll, you know, I'll see what I can find. And look on eBay, and it's $200 to, to get the steering wheel. He says, man, this game doesn't make $200 in a year. I'm just going to have to unplug it. Well, that's the fear. You don't want to uh, unplug the right. game. So it just so happens that they've just put Wi-Fi. I'm looking forward to being on someday. <laughs> by the way, they have just put Wi-Fi into um, into the arcade, and so uh, all the characters decide, okay, they've got to get out of the game before it gets unplugged. Because if it's unplugged, they're trapped. And so uh, the journey begins. Um, Ralph and Vanellope decide, let's go to this internet thing, this Wi-Fi, this Wi-Fi mm -hmm. thing, and see if we can find this eBay, which they kept calling eBoy, okay. and and buy the steering wheel, so everybody will have a place to go again. So that starts the journey. Uh, it's, after, a, it's a road movie. Then it's, it's a road, road trip, trip movie. Absolutely, it's a road trip movie. Um, now, of, of course, it can't be that easy. They can't just find their way. Uh, trouble ensues. Uh, they they team up against. Well, they come up against Disney princesses, uh, stormtroopers, and creepy clowns. Yeah, creepy clowns. Uh, not Pennywise from it, but one just as creepy. Uh, that shows up along the way. Uh, they also uh, search for the meaning of life, chasing one's dreams, and looking for kind of what our place in society is, and battling between um, you know self-esteem and kind of the negative side of the internet and the impact it can have. So it's a message film uh, as well. There are dozens of Disney cameos throughout, including Eeyore. Oh, shows oh, okay. up. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, even web-related Easter eggs. You see Google Towers right. showing up and um, Pinterest and all sorts of other things showing up. So uh, even um, there are parodies of uh, spam clickbait that show up and computer viruses. And then there's even a musical number um, with, the, with the Oscar caliber tune. Listen to this. Slaughter Race. <laughs> is the uh, the music and dance number all that's rounded off uh, with a lot of humor, uh, really witty writing, uh, some interesting life lessons, and really stories about friendship and how far are you willing to go to take care of your friend, but also what are you willing to let go so your friend can be happy? 
really fun film. Um, great Disney animation, voice talent, John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman uh, in this. And uh, just under two hours long. It's a PG rated film. And there are some images that are pretty creepy and pretty scary because the they do go. Well, the creepy clowns, but they also go to the dark web. And so there are some pretty. Um, Alfred Molina stars as one of the uh, dark web characters who has like a, it looks kind of like a Jabba the Hutt, but he's got this extra f head growing out of his, you know, okay. <laughs> out of his shoulder. Okay. And like when they go to meet him, they're like, just don't look at his brother. What do you mean don't look at his brother? <laughs> don't look at his little brother. And you, you know, you can't, when you see this little thing growing out. And you so kind of have to. You have to. And there's yeah. a whole series of, of really fun comments as it relates to the little brother. Um, so there are some horrifying characters that show up. So uh, parents, just beware. Uh, if you're going to take your kids to see this PG-rated rated film, it is fun. I'm yeah. giving it a B rating, um, you know, solid B rating. It was a lot of fun. It's a better uh, film than the original from what I'm hearing. Well, you know, I enjoyed the original. I, yeah. I love the cameos I, I in the original. Yeah. Um, I think this one, taking the different approach because it is a, a road trip and, and all that kind of goes on with that, um, I, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was fun, and it's um, breaking uh, some box office stuff. So. Here you go. Ralph breaks the internet. Uh, Tim, uh, are you going to be taking your wife to see this? It's a good date movie, possibly, especially with a little crazy brother uh, growing out of somebody's shoulder. What you think? You like that idea? Okay, cool. I know D-Bird uh, is really excited about, yeah, yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, D-Bird, he could put his head there and be like, a, yeah, exactly. It was kind of like that. It was a little creepy. Much like, much like that, D-Bird. I'm not sure if it's creepier with the Santa thing or without. <laughs> So there's your, uh, there's your first Santa, there's the creepy Santa head, all right. Gosh. So speaking of creepy Santa heads, yeah. uh, the Grinch is also doing uh, pretty right. well yeah. at the box office. Yeah. And uh, this is, uh, you know, a, a film that we all know the story to. Um, Dr. Seuss's original goes I back. I grew up with it. Yeah, I grew up with it. I mean, it was around even before I was born. I don't know what year it came out. But 67 or okay, 8, 60, Okay, yeah. well, it was around the time that I was, a, well, I was born, but I grew up with it as well. Yeah. Boris Karloff did the original narration, and that, uh, that original, you know, uh, made-for-TV version of it was always one that just kind of stuck around with me, and I, and I always, always went back to that every single Christmas. Are you still looking up the date? You got that yet? I'm just curious. Okay. Research and development. Okay. Everything. Research and development, that's what we're all about. But I remember you know, growing up with the story. I loved the story because in, in many ways it was the story of Scrooge. It was Ebenezer Scrooge told in the, in, in the form of a creepy green character who discovered uh, Christmas. 1966. Um, 1966. Thank you very much. Uh, that is the R&D team, um, Greg Tillman, bringing you the original Dr. Seuss animated classic for TV, 1966 with Boris Karloff. Uh, for this version, uh, you know, we also saw another version a few years ago with uh, Ron Howard and uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Uh, this voice talent this time, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I like to say the name. Is there a more British name out there? I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch. Rashida Jones also stars in this. Uh, this really combines the elements of that live action version with Ron Howard and Jim Carrey, along with the original uh, Dr. Seuss uh, source materials and uh, characters and storylines. There are some additional characters and storylines in, in this version that was a, you know, a, a feature length version for animation. 
Um, and, and some of them added a lot of fun to it. You know, you do see Max the dog come back, and you see Cindy Lou Who, you see some of those you're familiar with. But there are also some neighbors that you've never met before that are a lot of fun uh, that, that add uh, a little bit of something to this. Uh, I think, uh, you know, for a, a, a creature who hates Christmas, and has a heart that's two sizes too small. You wonder how many times can you retell this story and do it in a way that's going to appeal to audiences. Right. Well, it's how many years has it been since that that Ron Howard version? I mean, it's been you know over, over a decade, maybe a decade and a half. Um, and the original, you said 1966. So I, I think with each generation, you can find a way to do something new. And, and something different. And the I Ron think, Howard version wasn't re regarded very highly. But you the know, reviews were pretty poor on that. But I really enjoyed that Ron Howard version. And I tell you what I enjoyed more than anything else. Um, I thought that the set design, the makeup, all of that stuff was a perfect representation of what I had seen on the pages of that book. I mean, I, I felt it really came to life. I enjoyed Jim Carrey in it. Yeah. Who I think was actually doing a Richard Nixon impression. <laughs> Close your eyes and he sounds so like too. Nixon. I think so yeah. too. But but I you know I enjoyed that version of it. I I, I own it, and I think uh, I think Carrie took the Grinch to to the extremes, which I think is what it needed for that live action version. Uh, this version uh, is uh, excellent animation, uh, voice talents wonderful, and really some new and memorable characters and music by Danny Elfman uh, oh. added to it. Uh, it's just uh, I think it's a wonderful Christmas time outing for families. Uh, it's not a story as I said that you're going to be surprised about. You are going to get some backstory on the Grinch on how he got to where he got, but that was taken from the Ron Howard version. Right. You know, we didn't have any backstory until then. I'm giving this a B plus. So the Grinch, uh, B plus, uh, right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Any questions, thoughts? No, I still want to get there while it's still in the theater. Yeah. It's been out for several weeks. A few weeks. And I'm assuming it'll hang around a few more. I think it will. I, I think but, we'll see it hanging around through Christmas. Yeah. I really do. I, I think it's it's still doing well at the box office. Yeah. And so, yeah, there you go. That's the Grinch, uh, B plus, uh, and the Ralph Breaks the Internet, a B rating right here on Meet Me at the Movies. We're going to take a quick break, a little intermission right here on C19 TV. We'll come back. Uh, we'll talk about a film that's been out for a few weeks, uh, Hugh Jackman's uh, The Front Runner. And also, I will give you a uh, coming soon review of a Christian Bell film, if we get a chance, called Vice, right after this break. They're gonna put me in the movies. They're gonna make a big star out of me. Welcome back to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, along with uh, Greg Tillman. Uh, Greg Tillman over here beside Camera One. We're glad that he's here um, because he has nowhere Hi. else to go. Well, because uh, we can make fun of your baby face. He got the cuter little baby face. I wouldn't make fun of him. Um, but Tim would. My, my, yeah, Tim was telling me in the earbud here that uh, he, he said, sing the song, make fun of him. And so, you, did I do well? I did? Okay, great. All right. Yeah, and uh, and there uh, we go. Bernie Bernie thinks I did well, too. We appreciate Bernie. Uh, as, he as always. He's He is uh, engaging, uh, pure excitement. And, uh, you know, I love how he just shares his smile. Look at those teeth. 
Man, do you have like a dental school here? That's pretty, uh, pretty awesome stuff. Uh, you know, I think he's asleep. <laughs> Don't hear any sounds coming from here. What about the studio audience? You guys still awake yeah, over there? Sleep apnea. Sleep apnea. Yeah. yeah, the studio audience. You guys still over there? Yeah, yeah, they're still there. Um, yep. They're asleep. They somewhere. are asleep. Just like the ones at home. That's it's exactly home. right. Uh, we do appreciate you sleeping. Uh, and keeping it tuned in to uh, C19 TV's Meet Me at the Movies. And if you're uh, listening uh, online and you're uh, listening to that podcast and you're asleep, we appreciate that as well. WGWG.org can help you, uh, help you get that. Before the break, we talked animated You realize films. if they're asleep, they're not listening to you. <laughs> well, but you know what? Subliminally. Subliminally. Oh, I can't yeah. even say it. Say it. Say it subliminally? Yeah, subliminally. Yeah. That, just, that just sounds subliminally. I just like that word. Say it for me, Tim. Subliminally. What word do you hate the most? Word, what word do I hate the yeah, most? Yeah. Wow, that's a tough one, man. Um, I don't know. I, I, I like the word gratuitous just because I like the way it sounds. Yeah. Gratuitous. My daughter hates moist. Moist. Yeah. yeah she hates that. that word. Yeah. Slaw. I don't like the name slaw. Slaw? Slaw. You mean like hot dog? Yeah, slaw? I don't. Slaw. That's yeah. a word I don't like. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the, I don't like the, to eat so slaw. So moist slaw. Moist slaw is bad. like a double whammy. Yeah. yeah, no, no big bucks for that. Double whammy for that. All right, we talked about animated films before the break. Now we're going to dive into uh, the world of politics, is, which is, it's not political smackdown. Nope. But we are going to talk about politics. Uh, a few weeks ago, we teased uh, the front runner with Hugh Jackman, but we never got a chance to talk about it no. in the review, did we? No, we didn't. We okay. ran out of time. Um, but the, uh, this movie's been out since Election Day. Uh, it is in still select theaters. You can still find it, but we, it, it's hard to find. Uh, and, but, but if you get a chance to, uh, I, I may share some things about this movie, and then you can decide whether you want to see it or not. Yeah. Tell me about your memories of Gary Hart. You've shared a little bit, a bit of your memories about Gary Hart. This election of 88. 88. He was a Democratic front runner. Uh, the field on both sides of the aisle were wide open. Reagan was ending his eight years. Uh, and there, I think there were like maybe 15 people running, and he was the front runner. Uh, kind of a ladies' man, I guess. And uh, had expected to take the nomination, but he got caught on a boat called the Monkey Business yep. with a blonde named uh, Donna Rice. Yep. That pretty much ended his his career. It did, it did, and which is it was really nowadays he'd probably get votes for it. He probably yeah. would, yeah. No and, and that's you know yeah. you, you can make a joke about it or not, but yeah. it, it's that was the time when um, you not too long before that you had the fairness uh, doctrine that was knocked down. Right. Uh, is that the right term, fairness? Uh, yeah. yeah. Fairness. So yeah. within that, media used to have to show both sides. So if you had uh, political commentary from a Republican, you had to do the same thing with a Democrat. Not too long before this, that was knocked down. Right. And then you started seeing really opinion news and entertainment news right. starting to rise right. within the news media. and um, Which has now spawned... You know, right-wing radio. Absolutely. Left-wing radio, whatever absolutely. you want to call it. And then the same with, with TV yes. and, and, and uh, look at, you know, your, your online media accounts. Sure. Even more so. So all of that. Well, they're was, not subject to the FCC online, I don't believe. Right, yeah. right, right. But, but radio but all, and television, yeah. But all of that started not too long before 1988. And you right. started seeing, you know, the seeds of this growing and growing and growing. Well, uh, mainstream news media, they were having a difficult time making the money that they used to. And so they started going, um, sliding into the sensationalism that you would only see typically on the National Enquirer or the Weekly World News, which is a little different, but the star. <laughs> I mean, you, it was all about the gossip 
It and shows like a current affair. Yes. With a, with a younger Bill Riley. Maury Povich. Yeah, it shows I mean, like that. All those things popping up. started exploding. And this was the time that Gary Hart was, uh, Gary Hart in 84 ran against Mondale and, and really took it all the way up to the convention. And then it was obvious that Mondale was going was gonna to win. Right. And this all, you see all this part of the backstory of this movie, The Front Runner. And then in 88, you know, there was nobody else that was really even being talked about. I mean, it was Gary Hart. He, they were, they were saying, you know, even if he, he runs against Reagan, look at the odds. Yeah. And it, uh, it was interesting. The movie covers a three-week span, basically. It has a, a brief backstory where you see the 1984 Democratic Convention, and then it flash forwards to 1988. And Hugh Jackman stars as Gary Hart uh, in this uh, in this movie, and you you. I think I think that uh, that Hugh Jackman does an amazing job uh, making you forget that he's Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's a, a great actor. I mean, last year we saw him doing a musical uh, in The Greatest Showman, which I was really just really impressed with. One of my favorites of the year. You know, this go around, he's showing you this guy who's vulnerable, but he's also showing you this guy that early on um, you see this kind of uh, human and gentle and giving side of him, so not for the, the uh, Don, whole Donna Rice thing, right. but there's this uh, young reporter uh, that comes and wants to interview him, and you can tell this reporter's nervous. They're on the plane, they're flying, and all of a sudden the plane hits turbulence, and the guy is just, you can tell the guy's really nervous, and Gary Hart says, just close your eyes, just close your eyes, and the guy's like, uh, I don't know, he's, trust me, just close your eyes. And, and Gary Hart's character, this is early on in the film, walks the guy through it, through the turbulence, and says, you're just going down a road, you know, it's a country road, maybe a few, a few bumps, you're used to bumps, you've, you've dealt with bumps before, it's okay, it's, it's going to be wrong. So it basically talks the guy off losing, losing it, there's right. the plane. And so uh, there's, a, there's a great screenwriter um, called Blake Snyder who calls that the save the cat theory. And he says, you want to humanize your lead character early on, you want to show them doing something good so you can kind of root for them. So even if they do something bad, you can see there's a glimpse of good in them. Right, that makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. and, and it really did work. You, you know, you kind of felt for this guy, even though in the mistakes he was making and the things he was doing, you're like, there's a good guy under there. And even the policies that you see that he was putting in place, the guy was brilliant. He was incredibly smart. He knew his stuff, but he made the mistake of messing around on a boat and, and also having some follow-up um, uh, liaison experiences. That's not the word I'm looking for, but... Uh, is that I word? think we get the point. But anyway, he, yeah. he, had, he had a few experiences later on with her, and uh, there was one of the reporters that was trying to ask him some personal questions. And he said, look, my life's pretty boring. He said, you know, follow me around. You'll see just how boring it is. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. That got printed in the newspaper. And then it gave everybody the, the free-ranging opportunity to do that. And then he was caught by the Miami Herald. They, they, they caught him literally in action. Uh, well, not in action, but... Well, the, <laughs> no. there's, there's a famous picture of yeah. her on his lap on yeah. the monkey on the business. Yeah. But, but they, they, uh, they, they caught him. Yeah. And this movie kind of follows a three-week span of being at the top and then the downfall that happened over right. the course of three weeks. And then he was out of the race. Um, great acting, some really uh, great casting uh, in this as well. You know, it also painted an interesting picture of 
the news media and political leaders and the general public and, and asking the question, what does the general public need to know and what do they want to know? And not were, necessarily the same thing. Exactly, not yeah. necessarily the same thing. Uh, I, I think it um, is a really uh, interesting commentary on kind of where we are now and kind of the seeds of where that started, uh, even you know, going back to, to 1988. And I think it, it was a fascinating film. Uh, it's a very much a is shot in the style of an almost a 1970s all the president's men style, um, a slow moving film but slow moving with purpose, and uh, I really appreciated this movie. Uh, a minus rating for me uh, for the front runner uh, Hugh Jackman film. Questions, thoughts? I'd love to see it. I remember the story well. I've always been a student of politics. Found it fascinating even when I was younger. I remember coming home from school and watching the Watergate hearings when I was 13. Um, which is, that sounds sad or odd? Uh, it's, odd it at sounds, least. I guess. Um, it sounds pretty much who you are. I wouldn't expect any different from so you. So sad and odd. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let, you right, know, we, we, you know, you, 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 yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah. That's Tim. Tim's agreeing. Saying, uh, yeah, uh, odd well, thanks, and sad. Thanks, Tim. Uh, no, uh, you know, but for me, I was working at summer camp during the Iran Contra hearings. Yeah. And I remember whenever we were like on break from working, we would tune in because it was just fascinating. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a real world soap opera. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and now you've got you know political TV where that's you can watch all these things unfold right in yeah. front of you. I mean, right. C-SPAN was was kind of an outpouring of we want to see what's going on behind those closed doors. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah. so cable TV, uh, you know, once that exploded in that same time period in the '80s, that it gave birth to to a lot of different things. It so did. anyway, for better uh, or worse. Better or worse, yeah. And I think, I think with anything, any new technology that we we put out there, and it goes back to the first movie we talked about, where Ralph breaks the internet. There's going to be good and bad in all of it. Yep. And it's all in how you utilize it, uh, and how you choose to utilize it. Uh, so, so there you go. You're right. Well, uh, we will. Uh, we're going to talk about Vice, uh, the movie with Christian Bell later. We're not going to do that this week. I gave you a tease, so that's coming attractions. Uh, also. Um, Creed 2 is still doing pretty well at the box office, so we'll, maybe in a couple weeks we'll talk about uh, Take 5 on boxing films that maybe you need to uh, check out. We'll, we'll see if we get to those things in the next few weeks. And of course, your holiday classic films, we'll do a holiday special uh, as well uh, right here. And maybe do an encore. I already have the holiday cheer going, buddy. Well, there you go. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Mr. Scrooge, you have to thank you. That's Bernie. Bernie, appreciate you as always. Uh, as always, well, appreciate you coming back. Uh, you're welcome anytime. Our studio audience, thank you guys as well. Tim, thank you. And, uh, and D-Bird, is he still around or he, he went to the bathroom? Okay, all right, well. Oh, he's there. There he is. Um, uh, well, you want to go you. in the bathroom with that Santa mask on? <laughs> I'd like to walk in on that. <laughs> well, I will give you a, a movie quote. This does come from Ralph, where Ralph breaks the Internet. Um, you know, me and the kid, this is kind of how I feel about, about the two of us, man, about me and you. You mean the kid, we're like uh, shoes and socks or, or peanut butter and bacon. You know, one cannot exist without the other. So there you go. Uh, a perfect quote uh, to wrap things up right here on this week's Meet Me in the Movies at C19 TV. And if you're listening online, WGWG.org. Until next time, that is a wrap. Thank you.